Welcome back, Rage Nation. Got myself Pete here. That's yeah. not really exciting. You got Senior Dixon. I don't think that's appropriate. And you got Monsieur Leopard. Explorers deserved it. No. Absolutely. I was disgusted. I cannot believe they've done this. Why is wacky? Why is that good? It's just nonsense. I disagree on that. That's not possible. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. We're on a mission. Yeah. Now, now we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. Got myself, Pete, here. And we have Monsignor Dixon with us. And then we also have... I guess we're having a boring conversation again. I love having Jesse on the podcast. It's always good. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's up? What? Anytime it's like Bayou nonsense, we got to think about having Jesse on because he is definitely a big rep of the Bayou, which is always either that or 10 Thunders. That's kind of your two two babies there, Jesse. Yeah. And and Ivan. But, you know, we don't talk about Ivan. Yeah. Anymore. He's not. A, he's, I think they uh, put him in dead man's hand. I remember right <laughs> oh, pretty much am i the only one that likes ivan what the hell jesse likes ivan no i i actually i actually played him a couple of weeks oh. ago and it was fine it was yeah. fine i'm just being dramatic he's no longer he's no longer s here but he's in my opinion he's still an eight here he's he's very yeah good. yeah i'm fucking I mean, putting <laughs> down concealment markers and yeah it's it's still good i mean also not yeah, he, missing. you know he's still he still drops damage three and staggered bombs, right. and his summon just yep. isn't quite as and good. It's really but hard to miss yeah, with him. It's all right. Really, it's really I would really hard like to, to think that explorers got kicked in the nuts so hard because we complained so hard on this podcast. Probably. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't. And Chris will never. He will never. He you. rage quit yeah. the podcast. Never. He rage quit he did. the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Blamed you personally. Oh, it's too funny. I miss. I miss playing Chris. I'm not gonna lie. Like, damn. He might come back he, around. Hey, the, that 200th episode, I'm saying. We're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to do the same thing we did last week. So it will be released, obviously, before this episode. But I moving and stuff sucks. So I am slowly editing that. But it should be out here in a day or so. And we're going to do the same thing. We did guild last week where we talked about what strats each, not each guild master, but which two we liked and what was one that we didn't like into each uh, strategy. We're going to do the same thing with Bayou today. We're going to talk about the four strats for GG3, and we're going to say two uh, masters that we like in that strat and one that we don't like in it. Uh, but before we get into all that, make sure that you guys are checking us out. You can do that on Twitter. You can do it on YouTube. I should have a video coming out soon for, on YouTube on who's going to have uh, the stuff that uh, we're giving away because 200th episode, we got some stuff from Weird. And um, yeah, you can definitely support us directly by being a patron. You can go to patreon.com slash ragequitwire where you can support us for a little as a dollar. And then finally, if you don't want to do that directly, Weird gave us an affiliation link. You can just go to their store at uh, give us your money, please thank you dash weird.com slash ragequitwire. And we get a very small chunk of that, but it helps us give things back to the listeners and, um, you know, get us models if we need to pick something random up to then smash each other with. So anyways, getting into this, I, I liked how we did it last week. So Dixon, you just kind of want to, I mean, I briefly explained it, but since this is your yeah. brainchild, you kind of want to talk about like what you like about the idea and, and all that. Right. So in addition, just uh, uh, to clarify, 
last week we also said no tall. So <laughs> so you mean this time around? You mean none of this guy? None of the uh, the cavalier oh cavaliers? Yes, I am. Set. I'm definitely jealous. <laughs> I I bought that cavalier box purely for the Texas meta. <laughs> Dude, that that it is a great keyword. I had a lot of fun playing against it. I probably it's the only one out of the three that I still have because I played against Theory and uh against damien recently and it was just miserable <laughs> I, I just love what what uh nick w said in the chat representing texas as he always does he just yep. said be kind to your players but fuck the texas meta <laughs> that's that's what you're gonna <laughs> do with that that tall box so oh uh, i mean they're, they're meta defined so you can't really say anything bad about texas meta when they're defining the meta <laughs> at least the u.s one yeah right yeah well okay so uh so yeah last week we did that we said no tall uh this time we all agreed no ma we're gonna be you know a little bit more uh varied than that yeah and, and jesse why did, were you thinking that like no ma well like why were you kind of like you know should we really inv- like include her in this conversation yeah so i mean just to be fair, I'm probably going to mention her a couple of points during the course of the Same. podcast because I do feel like she's the best all-round Bayou Master and, frankly, probably one of the best all-round Masters in the game. Um, she's just kind of a toolbox. You can kind of do whatever you need to with her yep. and how big her crew is. You can build her crew out and stay completely within keyword like three or four different ways. She augments a bunch of different out-of-keyword hires uh, across the faction really, really well and partners up with them great. Like, hiring an out-of-keyword Mancha Roja with Ma is just so filthy. <laughs> and, and then there's Alphonse is another super filthy one. Like, it just, the list goes yep. on. So, basically, if we didn't exclude her, then every single strat, we would say, yeah, Ma's great. Yeah, I mean, Plus one it, she's so good that, honestly... I could so, and I was actually before I switched to guild just because of my local meta. I, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna solo Maw, and I was playing like probably what 12 straight games with her Dixon against you. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, and you were doing like fine. You, you were like, you have wins and losses, but you have more wins, and it wasn't like I didn't feel like she was OP in any way, shape, or form. She just had good answers to a lot of problems she's a good she's a good generalist master like there's not many masters you can just always drop but i think something that you need Mm -hmm. to think about when you're if you are a person that likes being like hey i just want to drop one crew maw is a really good example of this so are masters like hoffman and other people because one like like you said jesse she has a really wide keyword like tons of models you got to get Mm -hmm. tons of boxes for her there's a lot of good models in there but then the different versions of the masters also makes her very flexible in like how you can build her out. So combination of all yeah. that and just scampers dirty. Uh, I was actually listening mm-hmm. to the students of conflict and I could have sworn they had an episode or a, a segment on there where they're like, okay. And I'll ask you this, Jesse, what is a gotcha mm-hmm. that you need to warn people about with Ma on the Trixie keyword? Um, I would say probably scamper is a number one. Yeah. And then also if, the, the other one, which is right up there, is if I'm taking Bryn, there's a lot of shit that you need to take into consideration. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a lot of shit. Especially if you're within ruin your day. six inches of yeah. Bryn. If you're within six inches of Bryn, it's like... He knew, he knew you were going to do it, man. card for card. He knew yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the last, the last time that I played... Oh. Yeah, the big thing is Scamper. And, you know, I mean, just with the whole Bryn thing and Ma thing, like the last time that I played into an Ironsides 1 match with Ma, my opponent basically just 
flipped the table at one point and just walked away because Tony was dead by like the end of turn two. Ma hadn't taken any damage. I canceled every trigger that mattered and Tony was knocked around with like injured five in a pit trap. Like, yep. sorry, it's yep. just how Ma I play. Even, yeah, but it's not even yeah. like a gotcha to yeah. get all the injured stuff because that's a normal like that's a normal thing that you're gonna see every now and then True. and she has to actually mm -hmm. do triggers and she has to smack you around and you get to see it very very clearly mm -hmm. on her melee attack uh so it's not like pandora where everything is an aura or let's yeah. go with something that you see more most often uh tall mm -hmm. where we were talking about tall earlier uh assault markers assault markers cannot be removed mm -hmm. Two damage you're gonna be forced to take the check and it's always gonna be a presence right so it kind of feels like a gotcha whenever the stupid cannons move them around, right? Yeah. yeah. And they go over armor yeah. and a bunch of stuff. Ma literally has to get herself into your melee, has to hit mm -hmm. you, has to get the trigger. Like, she has to literally set up all these things to go Yeah, it's, so it's, it's good, like, but she's fair, yeah. right? It's, like, exactly. super good, she but is. it's fair. Yeah. She's I mean, giving you, like, she's three... She's got a lot of weaknesses. Yeah, she's giving you, like, yeah. three chances before she's, like, oh... And now I'm going to smack you See, into the stupid thing. I, I also think Ma is a good example of a master who the keyword works superbly with her. Yeah. Like you don't need to hire, yeah. like you can hire out a keyword. Like you can, you can create some bonker list. Like I had one where yep. literally I had, you know, mm -hmm. sparks and I brought the, uh, I brought the stupid whiskey golem and I brought Alphonse with the upgrade. So I was chucking the whiskey golem up the board and it, mm -hmm. it was great fun. It wasn't, as good as staying in keyword because staying in keyword, you can do some ridiculous things with Maw. Yeah. Spoiler alert there. Uh, whiskey Golem is probably my a number one favorite it's out fun. of keyword hire. It's, with yeah, it's, it's really, well, because, well, because really of horrible good. hollering, yeah. right? You have horrible hollering. You yeah. have sparks that can get no bay in there. And then you have, mm -hmm. if you want to throw something like a toss in there with Alphonse, why not? But mm -hmm. you also have a bonus walk action with it, with the whiskey Golem. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's been games where I brought that with Maw, and I'm easily in my opponent's deployment zone punching things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and I mean just the fact that it has nimble, like you said, plus the holler and to move it up with both Maw and the little last focus from Ma, mm -hmm. focus from um from you know Bryn if you yep. happen to take him. So it's like it's got focus too. It hasn't taken any AP yet, and it's right in your opponent's yes. face, or it's off on a flank, just obliterating whatever they send <laughs> yep. over there. It's it's really rude. Yes. So anyway, we're not going to talk about Ma too too much more. But we will. But we but, will. But we will. But we <laughs> right, will. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, the one thing that I tell people when I'm playing her is the the absolute most nasty trigger on her card is knock aside, mm. and in every other keyword in the game, probably well not every other, right. but most other keywords in the game, you don't care about knock aside. And like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Pitch traps. No. That's the thing that does the yep. work. Now yep. I will add one more for me personally because every single one of these strategies I can do with Sarita. So I'm not going to mention Sarita yeah. either. And I, I think we can decide this right now. So yeah. we can either make it painful or not. But for for worst master, do we want to just say we're not going to include Somer? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So yeah. we have to eliminate. OK, I'm going to eliminate three masters. That, that's fine by me. Three. Well, he yeah, is because he's not picking Zoraida. Yeah, because I, I am yeah. literally like I can literally place Zoraida into anything with everything except guild. Yeah. Uh, and I can say the same thing with Ma. Like literally, I just pick whichever is yeah. better at the moment. So and just for if because I think some people 
like Somer is just one of those things where people like the keyword, but it's just not good right now. Um, no. It has to do with the strategies, honestly, is a big part of it because you have to kind of sit and fight in spots and Somer is good at kind of bubbling up, but his summons aren't good by themselves. So they have to be next to things and they're very yeah. squishy and he got nerfed really hard because yep. his summon stat, I think, yep. went down and the yep. the pig eating grin or whatever the cheating thing he is that got nerfed. Um, a Bayou 2 card. Yeah, Bayou 2 card. Thank you. Bayou 2 card. Uh, so, so it just made it difficult for that that keyword to yeah. be successful. Seraph says, how do I fix Summer? I don't know how you fix him, but I definitely know that one of the things that would help is giving Bayou 2 card again. Because honestly, mm-hmm. uh, with all the changes to summoning... That would make it playable. Yeah, uh, probably. Because it's the, one of the things that people are upset about the Bayou 2 card is that you would throw like a, a grenade into the middle of a crew and they would never run out of cards in hand. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. With the things that we're playing nowadays, just drawing yeah. cards forever. Yeah, that's fine. Let him let him just cheat from the top of the deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that Summer's biggest... Well, the Bayou 2 card thing was probably one of the biggest issues mm-hmm. when he came out because there wasn't that volume of card draw yeah, in the game. Correct. There just wasn't. Yeah. So it kind it was not really card draw, but it basically gave him like an unlimited number of plus flips, which is well, just about and as you gotta good remember as a lot of his stuff was stat cards. seven on their actions too. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of high stats, be able to tip flip off the top of the deck. Basically, you could almost never guarantee that you'd be able to get something through on his crew. Right. And then the other thing that really I think would go a long way towards fixing him is he needs to have some sort of special rule stating that his insignificant models can interact with strategy Without markers. Well, they, they can't. Right. They can't well, interact not with even that. No, they no, can't no, no, even. No. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he had, he has a bunch of stuff in his crew right. that allows insignificant models to take the interact action. Right. But because of the way that the gaining grounds document is worded right now, even though they can do interact and all the stuff you'd need them to, they still can't interact yep. with strategy markers, which is kind of a big deal. Yep. So you can't like have a skeeter run off and then use that one trigger on it, let it score you a strat point for that turn. It's just not an option anymore. Yeah, you I can't think, summon a Bayou Gremlin and then on a following turn have. I think that would you. be a good ability, but if you look at Somer Two, the Toothmonger, Lootmonger, sorry, um, mm-hmm. he he has a trigger that allows an insignificant model basically to be eligible to score. And right. I, I think you're right. I think that because because I played Lootmonger and like I got some cute things mm-hmm. to go off, but if that was an ability on one of the versions, it would make that keyword a lot more viable. I think right. So the yeah. first version, who doesn't really do as much, like the second, in my opinion, he should have the mm-hmm. ability that Jesse's yeah. talking about. Because I agree with him. The, the the ability to use the interact action on insignificant models just isn't enough. Like, Because no. like, you <laughs> can maybe do, do a scheme, now. and it's just really yeah. not cutting. It's, oh, just, my Lord. it's just so funny, because <laughs> we're in a world right now in Bayou where Wong is way more playable than Somer. That's where we have gone since the yeah. beginning of, uh, you know, this third iteration of Malifaux, which it, which mm-hmm. would be crazy for some people to think of. Um, the other thing that I was going to say with, with fixing Somer, I think that a big issue is that good old boys kind of suck right now. Like they were designed around a time when Bayou 2 card existed yeah. in the way that it initially did. And now they're overcosted. They don't punch hard enough. They aren't reliably defensive enough. Like th- they just don't do what you need them to either for their cost. So you'd never hire them in summer two or even as a summon. Like 
some other people can summon stuff like executioners and Jorogumo, and Summer's big summon is a good old boy. It's not no. good. He's like a good. seven, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I I've seen the good old boy do work, but he doesn't survive, which is the reason why right. I wouldn't buy him at eight points. And I think the other issue with with the big hat keyword is that it requires so much keyword yeah. synergy that if you have to hire something out of keyword or versatile to get a job done, you're detracting from the way that the rest yeah. of the keyword functions because you don't have enough big hat models yeah. on the table. I mean, right. you can technically remove uh, all cranky and it frees you up maybe 13 points. It's it's in my opinion, I wouldn't do that because cranky still gives you something. Uh, but yeah, I know exactly. Uh, it's. It was kind of sad because, like, I know we've said this story before, but like, you tried Pete, you tried playing him recently again, and it was just sad. I played yeah. Lucius, who's my worst. Like, I don't even know how to play him well. And yeah, Pete was just like, "Listen, done. you could you could have played any keyword, yeah. and you could have put those two mature in any list you had. Oh my yeah. god! And they would have ate Big Hat alive. It's like you're a gun line, though. You're supposed to eat matures. Okay. The, okay. the, the, there's one, what two guns in Big Hat you have yep, that yep. I brought in my list because I oh, had, okay. I had you know uh, freaking Lenny who has like a little he can hit a piglet or something yeah. and then yeah, George and Olaf who has the good gun but uh, yeah I just no it's not a gun line it's not a gun line crew it's like get out of here okay okay I'm, I don't know stat seven guns that do five yeah damage. on one gun. On one I gun. I thought it was all, all of them. <laughs> on who? Who has these mythical guns, the guns in Big Hat? No, I thought... Well, so, Georgia and Olaf topping off five damage. Yes. Uh, Summer himself does five damage as well. Uh, and I know there's one more, and it's not the Whack Piglet. Whack Piglet is like four damage. Uh, I can't Summer remember does, the other um, one. Four. I'm sorry? Summer does four. Yeah. Summer does four. It, oh, He's shit. He's two, three blast, four double blast. Yeah. Oh, the, my the God. The secret sauce on his mat... The secret sauce on his attack is that he has daze, which is super good yeah, on is. a gun. Um, and then he has puncture so that he can more reliably hit the four double blast. But yeah, he's not max five. I'm sorry, then. Uh, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> and, and you got to keep in mind that also I have to because the shotgun, I think, is only, what, 10 inch range, maybe. So I, I'm getting close. For what? The For summer? Yeah. No, Boomer's he's 12. 12. Yeah. Oh, is it? Hmm. That's a long, yeah, yeah, it's a longer shotgun I'll, than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's just Georgia and Olaf with the good gun. Yeah, but you're getting into range twelve of a mature Nephilim. You're getting in the danger zone. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything is not in the danger zone of the mature Nephilim. To be fair, yeah, twenty twenty two inch true. threat, something like that. That's pretty gross. Yeah. Anywho, let's get into what we're actually talking about. Now that we talked about what, what good we're keeping out and what bad we're keeping out. For like over 15 minutes. So, so take, <laughs> yes. yeah, take us away, Dixon. All right. So we're going to start in the same pro uh, process. Uh, but since I play uh, Bayou as well, so I'm going to go first. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm going to start top to bottom, left to right. And I'm opening up the strategy. So let's carve the path. Okay. This is easy. Uh, <laughs> shoot. No, wait. Oh my god, this is not hard because <laughs> I was gonna automatically go for the ones that I said. Um, yeah, I you you I'm literally gonna... the two that you would pick. We said we weren't gonna pick, or you exactly you weren't gonna right. pick. Uh, I know for a fact that I can do it also with uh, this uh, zip 
I know that Sip can do sure. it. So I guess I would pick Sip mm -hmm. as well. And I guess, no way. No, I was going to say probably Kin. That doesn't make any sense. No, Angler. Okay. Who Bucket. Yeah, yeah, no, Balihu Bucket. That's the answer. So okay. it's it's Sip and Angler. And the reason is very, very simple. Angler can actually survive because they have armor two on a lot of models. And they also have Ono Ogo Pogo. So they can actually like displace people if necessary. Come. And uh freaking um uh Cervantes is like disgusting too on this mission. So yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, the the only thing I would say you'd have to be careful, and there's a couple bayou masters you have to be careful of with carve is yeah. a lot of your tide markers might get picked up by the carve or by the uh, yeah carve markers right a lot of your title title markers whatever they're called tide markers tide um, markers, yeah. mm -hmm. so that's one thing i'd probably be careful about but i could see them doing that hmm that's interesting yeah and so who's pushing the rock guess... in your before you get into that who are you pushing the rock with in angler i i said cervantes at least on one of them and the other one is going to be the uh, Hermit. Okay. Yeah. I also have a Skulker in almost every list. So the Skulker can jump into friendly models and keep pushing. So that's actually, that. by the way, that's actually kind of my sauce too. I like using a Skulker and the Skulkers, like their, their range is stupid. It's like something like 19 inches. They're more annoying than I thought they'd be. Yeah, so like they're not gonna survive if anybody jumps on them, but like the distance that they are from anybody before they activate is usually like what keeps them alive. Okay. So yeah, those are my answers. So what's the bad, uh, the bad master that you wouldn't? Not that he's bad, but bad into this strategy. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say Ken, but Ken. Yeah, I, I mean... wouldn't like Ken in this because Ken likes to shoot, and they like to spend most of their actions on killing things or getting ready to kill things. So I wouldn't say this mission at all scream skin. <laughs> yeah, they're not very, what I would call, efficient. Because, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, Sip has flying, so he can, like, fly, interact, so, interact, and then you can interact also when you draw cards. So I actually, I agree with you 100% with Zip. Um, there's yep. been games where I've had both my carved markers either in my, my sorry, my opponent's deployment turn one, or they were close into their deployment turn one with zip. Um, and it's mostly when I do carve, I'm, I'm most of the time I'm going to pick uh, dread pirate zip, uh, just that, because not, yeah. he can, he can interact as well, which is big and he can move his models without having line of sight. So, and it ignores concealment. So it gets around all your sputtering exhaust. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's definitely my first one. They're just too fast, too mobile. Fly with me's gross, bring two iron skeeters and the first mate and call it good. Yep. Bring whatever else you want. Um, the second one, I'm a little conflicted and I'm going to pick the other one because I think Jesse's going to pick the other one. So uh, I'm going to go with Wong. I think you can actually pick Wong into uh, yes. into this and do really well. I think that Dixon, you were surprised with how well Wong really can scoot Shockingly around. You're like how good is fast? I mean, it's just fast. What are you yeah. going to do with and that? I forgot that it's like, it's not only fast, it's also fast with teleporting six inches. So I was like, oh, yes, that changes the, the math. Specifically the Enchanter <laughs> with that nutso heel plays, I thought was yes. just insane. Um, yep. And yeah, he can hurt his models to get the triggers to get that. And it, it's just, it's way better than I thought it was going to be. I was very And it's impressed. on demand. 
Yeah. It's like on the mm-hmm. maze. It's like, all right, heal, teleport, do something else, get fast. And I get a glow. Yep. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It, it made it where it felt very good playing him with two swine cursed and Alphonse and then just whatever else you want to bring. Mm-hmm. Um, so that felt really good into, uh, into that. And then the one I wouldn't bring. Hmm. So we said not that. Uh, honestly, I could probably bring that. I think I got a. I think I got a echo kind of what you said. I, Ken is just, I think, terrible into this strat. I just don't think you can yeah, bring it. Yeah, because of the game plan. Yeah, it's just they don't want to spend their actions moving and pushing. So you, if you really wanted to do Kin, you could bring like a small core of Kin models and like kill, but then bring something to scheme out of keyword. Uh, but I think in that point you're just being inefficient. So, Jesse, what do you get? What do you got? All right, cool. So, no, no, I I, I agree with both of you. It's it actually is kind of tough for me to narrow down yeah. to two keywords that I would take on this one. I'm actually gonna come. I, Zip would probably be my number one, but you know what? I'm gonna say that in most matchups, I think Ulux probably has I what knew it takes it. to get this done. He knew well, it. Well, that's why I didn't. Oh, yeah. That's why coming. I didn't pick Ulux. I'm like Jesse's yeah. got to pick Ulux. I'm like I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, I feel like Ulux can play board center just as well as he can play flanks. His models have access to high movement speed and fast without having to do any kind of setup like yeah. Wong does. They basically just have reckless and. They well, just do it and they're getting man, like pl- they're fantastic. like getting plus one speed. You got all these, you know, yeah. Hurtum actions. It's just really good. Mm-hmm. And you can, I mean, like Ulix one, I think has a lot of gas in the tank. Just like, especially in Carve, because of all the the Hurtums. And Ulix two can still get the job done if you if it's going to be like a monster mash yeah. in the middle. Um, so I really feel like Ulix is probably my go to most of the time in this pool. I would say my number two. Um, if I have to choose one, I'm probably going to go with zip. Um, I would, it would be tough to say whether I would go with zip one or zip two. I would say zip two is probably your best bet in most of these, um, in this pool most of the time. Um, but if I really feel like I'm going to need to run kind of like control the line of scrimmage, uh, I might actually consider, consider going zip one so I could block off lines with pianos. And I mean, it, you know, it stops movement it doesn't really do anything you know the the carve markers can pick up the pianos but still it, it causes problems for your opponent yeah oh yeah for the crew that i wouldn't take i would say it's actually not going to be kin it's going to be um try interesting brewmaster yep. really yep i'm going to say try chi is probably not going to be as good in this one because i feel like kin plays for a six to two win much better than Tri Chi does. And they both have the same issues with Tri Chi to a slightly lesser degree with movement and with action efficiency. Um, especially now that Brewmaster two has been adjusted a little yeah. bit. Uh, you don't have, a, you don't have as much of that kind of, you know, end phase movement, moving around multiple models during Brewmaster's activation. It's a lot less, it's a lot more under control yeah. now. So you don't think that whiskey gammon could run the card markers pretty efficiently they could but the problem with whiskey gammon is that they are very easy to kill that's fair um very very easy to kill and if you kill the whiskey gammon you have no backup <laughs> you have nothing you're talking about so, you can make it with popcorn turner or whatever her name is oh yeah, 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 yeah. so you yeah, yeah. can uh 
popcorn just <laughs> no uh, is no you can't because if Cooper. you make them with popcorn turner you can't interact with the strategy marker and yep. i was gonna say if you want an example of like just a funny story about carve yeah. uh, either go back to listen to when i talked to the harlefo dudes and courtney was playing uh playing a game and basically <laughs> had maris get blown up by uh actually it was by some pigs and Maris got blown up, and it was her job to push the rock. And then Courtney's like, "No, I have nobody to push this thing." And then he just throws it back in my deployment zone. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. This is a worst yep. feeling, by the way. Definitely. Like the first time that happened to me when Pete did it to me, I was like, "Wait, wait, where the what the hell?" <laughs> They're just too. Yeah. That's the worst in Carve when either they steal your marker or they kill what you had like allocated to push it, and you're just like, "This is just." Two points, I'm not getting this game. Yep. For the rest of yeah. the game, that's just gone. Pete, I can't believe you didn't pick Ulux. I can't believe it. I was going I actually was going to. I, I had faith that you would spread the good word of the Sui and let everybody yes. know how good it was in Carve. Yes. It's I, I, I knew I you were gonna pick Sui him is or probably Wong. Yeah. I think Sui's probably the best keyword in faction at Carve. And like Wong is great. But the things that make Wong great require a lot of setup and require, you know, activation order. Um, Ulix can just kind of do it. So just I do have do a it. question with Ulix, sure. though, Jesse. So sure. when you're doing Carve a Path with Ulix's crew, mm -hmm. how do you prevent your hired models from being killed to push the rock? Because when I play against Ulix in Carve, I'm like, okay, kill the stuff that was hired and... I don't care what mm -hmm. he summons. Yeah. Um, so what I usually do, and this is going to sound flipping crazy, um, but usually if I'm playing Carver Path with Ulix, I play Ulix 1, and mm -hmm. I do the triple war pig list, and oh. I dare my opponent to come down you the just flank hire and try out, and take out one of my... Oh, you yeah. hire him out the yeah. gate? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do two yeah. war pigs with inferiority complex hired out the gate, and then I replace okay. into a third one so that I have three war pigs on the table turn one. Uh, and then basically send two war pigs down the flanks, and there's not a whole lot out there that can catch them. Okay. Um, <laughs> or can kill them if they do catch them. Well, and I so. don't think people realize that, especially starting next to Penelope, that your yeah. pigs get plus one speed, plus one movement. Yes. So mm -hmm. a lot of your pigs are movement six, seven. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of times before that, you know, you'll have already herded one of them up the board so that it's still within Penelope's aura, but it's like six inches up and then it's moving, move seven for three AP. Like it, it they can move incredibly far, incredibly far. Good deal. I'm, I'm yep. not convinced because I do love playing Ulix, but everything's so squishy. I think you play more Ulix too, though. Yeah, and everything's very squishy. I mean, I yeah, but when you play, play him in cursed and so yeah. Ulix one, I like playing Ulix one into carve. Mm. You just you have to put some beef in front of your your yeah. rock pushers, so you really got to kind of have like a war pig. You got to have mm -hmm. uh, old major if you have the sow kind of kicking around, depending on what your list looks like. But you got to have some beef up there to kind of accept mm -hmm. whatever is going to try to kill your squishier pigs. Yeah. And, and like I said, I, I do play him in curse. I shouldn't say anything about squishiness. <laughs> Bold move, Cotton. I mean, you see me. I played you with it. Oh, I, I love you yeah. too in curse. It ain't that bad, really. Nope. It ain't that bad. All right, All right what we got next, Dixon? So, 
Uh, next one in the strategy list uh, should be uh, what you call it, the the guard the stash. So in guard the stash, I already said that things that get moved out of the way are very very strong. Uh, I love Ulex. There's a lot of shove aside, so that's one mm -hmm. of them. And the other one is going to be Sip because of the same reason. Because you can take Sip one, and if they don't have anybody with flight, you can just start chucking people off of the things. So uh, Zip is not very good against Planter Roots. So so like if I'm playing against Neverborn, Neverborn has a lot of Planter Root choices. So I try to then go with Ulex. And Ulex, for some ungodly reason, those pigs have really good guns. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that those are my two picks for good. Uh, for reasons that Pete, you've seen it. Like the guns are just that stupid bow is so damn good. And yeah. like charging, shove aside, running people through, like it's so good. Trampling people over. Um, so that's one and setting everything on fire. Uh, and finally, for the I would not pick this, probably one. Because everything has to be in a place, and Wong doesn't like to be in one place. They just like to keep moving. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I don't know if you guys disagree or not, but those are my picks. All right. Pretty decent. Uh, how do you feel? Respectable. What about you, Pete? Uh, I'm going to go a little different with this one. Uh, so, I see what you're saying with Zip, and it it has... I mean, I, I feel really good with Zip, so I'm not going to challenge you on you picking him there. Yeah. Um, but I will say I have a, a slightly newfound respect for Tri Chi on, and you, you said this one's guard the stash, right? This is guard the stash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the reason why I like with yeah. Zip. I don't need to combat you, but I can just block you off or kick you out. Yeah. So I actually I I know it's not as good because obviously doing it end of the turn was a lot better, mm. um, but you still get to move stuff around you're still able to have a very fast crew. So I think you could easily take like a whiskey gammon and get it into the backfield uh, guard the stash marker. Uh, I think you could bring popcorn Turner and do some cool things with it. You can still get a crap ton of poison out. You still have the whiskey golem. Yep. So I, th I think that does a decent job of like, hey, we're going to kind of fight, but we also have some good schemers and we're moving a lot and there's a lot of poison. So I, I definitely think that's still very, very yeah. viable. Shoujo. Um, Shoujo is huge on this, too, right? now that I think well, about it. Well, that's the thing. Sh well, that's what I'm saying. So you have Shoujo, mm -hmm. which can gain you still activation control. Mm -hmm. And then you have the Brewmaster who, you know, for whatever reason on his staff, just can push a model when it hits it. Yep. So, you know, if you're standing in the zone, he can just be like, cool, I'm going to pop you out an inch, pop you out an inch. I'm going to push myself in an inch. Plus, Drunken Clarity is something I also have a lot of respect for. So in any of the pools that you bring the Moonshiner, you can just reduce a model's poison value and just say, cool, drop a scheme marker. Sounds good. That's huge. So I, I just, I have a new, I tried out, I, I won't spoil that because I might mention it in, in that strat, but I, I kind of am coming back around to Brewmaster a little bit. Yeah. I, I got a little, you know, pissed off with the nerf, but I can see why they did it because it was just so disgusting. Yeah. Uh, because this was like a, when you saw the, a, a strap pool that had, you know, you're standing in a zone, it's like, yeah, you can just pretty much get your four and deny them most of theirs. Yes. Um, the second one I would pick besides try chi. Nope. Can't pick them all. <laughs> uh, I think, 
I think honestly, I haven't played it a lot yet. So this is just theory crafting for me. I think I would actually try the, you know, Fisher Folk and the Angler keyword for this one. Uh, Sillard Stomp's really good. It lets you kind of get mobile um, when you, let me look at the stupid attack thing because. Oh, no, oh, you can't, obviously, if you bring the Ballyhoo bucket, if if that's something you're interested in, that helps just remove models and kill models, and it's really good. And, you know, it's just, it, it's a solid keyword. There's a lots of mobile, flexible things you can do. Yep. And, yeah, I wouldn't feel bad about it. And then probably the keyword that I wouldn't bring into this one, hmm, that's actually kind of a tough one. Right. I, I would say Wong. I would say Wong as well, just because his models aren't as good at hanging around in specific points. Yeah. Um, anytime you have to be somewhere, Wong kind of is a little bit at a disadvantage just because you're hurting your own models and you got to be somewhere. Whereas I feel like when I play Wong strongly, it's because I can be I can do surprising, just crazy like shifts and movement and positioning on yeah. the board. Models can so, die, but I'm still going to get points. Exactly. And but when you're on need to be on a point, that's kind of hard to deal with. So yeah. I would pick Wong as well. All right. And how do you feel about it then, Jesse? Do you agree, disagree with any of us? What are your picks? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think I, I'm kind of on board with Pete with Wong hmm. not really being my favorite choice for this, just because his to, to Pete's point, they don't really hold space that right. well. Um, they can punch stuff down, but they're also relatively easy to get killed. Um yeah. In terms of my, so I'm just gonna kind of go right to it, and I'm gonna say Wong would probably be my my least likely pick yeah. into this strategy. For the stuff that I would go with, I think my number one would probably be the Clampets, um, hmm. specifically uh, Ballyhoo Bucket, okay. because the Ballyhoo Bucket key, well, the Clampets key, uh, sorry, I should say the uh, Angler keyword. Right can be built very, very, very durably. You can build it with like Cervantes and Hermits and Balihu Bucket for some extra armor, um, bring in some extra healing, and it can be very difficult to shift them. And there are multiple models in the keyword that have the ability to move enemies, um, specifically Balihu Bucket itself. I mean, you can easily, you know, especially if it's a horizontal deployment and the markers are gonna be relatively close to each other, I mean, you can clear the center two markers pretty easily just during Ballyhoo Bucket's activation. You charge a model that's near one of them, caught in the motor it to move it somewhere else, and then Ono Ogo Pogo, a model that's near the other marker, if you can see yep. it, move it out of the way, and now you've just pulled two enemy models out of position. Well, and, probably and, and don't points. forget, also nautical nonsense in Tides of Meridian. Yeah, You have to be at points fighting, mm -hmm. so it makes it easier to set up a ton of TN14 move duels. That's true. Yep. I forgot about that. And so, a turn, take yep. two damage. Yep. And putting up all those now concealing tide markers around these points in space yep. um, can be really, really nasty for a lot of enemy crews. Yep. So I would say Clampets are probably my number one pick. Um, are we, did we put the kibosh on Zoraida across the no, board? No, 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 that's that just, just, just me because okay. I literally could play okay. Maw or Zoraida for all yep. missions forever. Yeah, I, I would say Zoraida would probably be my, my second pick um, just because she is phenomenal at denying points in Guard the Stash. Yeah. There's no reason not to hold her until a late turn yep. activation. 
And then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to obey my model and ensorcel it to make it double walk over here. And I'm going to obey your model off over there. And before I do that, I'm going to refill my hand so that I have some some cards to play with. Like, she's got, yeah, she I mean, disgusting. she's just, yeah. As, yeah, I mean, since she's I'm got playing, Kurgan. Uh, I will say, before you get into the Kurgan talk, yep. <laughs> playing Guild, Leadline Coat is super frustrating when somebody has an Obey or a Berry. And you're just like, cool, I like your jacket there, nerd. Get wrecked over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you're forcing that, though. That's literally, yeah. you're forcing them to have those tools. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then you like the Kurgan, Jesse? Yeah, and I was just going to say, you know, the Kurgan's got Avalanche, yep. which is just another way to move enemy models that's very difficult to defend against. Yep. Um, you can do silly stuff. There's, like, lures available in the crew. I think, what, Adzi has lure, right? Yes, Not that you, Adzi has lure. I mean, and, like... Adzi has lure, and not only does it have lure, but it has lure with the potential quick reflexes to do the action again. Like, there's just so many ways. Yep. And I think so many ways to like displace enemy models. Or something like that? He's lure six. He's lure six. But, oh, he's lure seven with lure the second version of Maw. That's the reason why. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you take Zoraida 2, yeah. You know, and, that, and that's another I, thing. Like, if you take Zoraida 2, then you can you can still do stuff not with quite as wide an area of influence but like you can off the path enemy models you can use moth witch to move your own models into position during zoraida's activation yep. it, it, it just works it's it so works. you know i don't want to say that i hate the kurrigan but i do kill it every time dixon brings it for a good reason because he <laughs> oh as absolutely well you should. he has to kill it because it's like it just it allows so much crap on the table that you're like okay yeah i just need to mm -hmm. die uh, special mention though, because yep. I, I I love this model for this mission is Sammy. Sammy doesn't matter. Oh yeah, I love putting Sammy. Word. Oh my god, yeah, because she, she that that uh, putting injury on somebody and forcing them to have a willpower fourteen or get buried, it just sometimes wins you the game automatically on the spot because it's such yeah. a hard bar to pass, especially when you're you're now step four on your willpower. Well, because you, you yeah. can get Yeah, I was going to say, in point of order, you're essentially making it a TN-15. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so it's like, it's so good. She's so good. You can also obey Sammy to do it again. Correct. Well, that's if you're playing Strada, yes. But like Sammy, period. Yeah. You can be playing Angler, and you bring in Sammy, and you know what Sammy's there for. Let's just say if I was playing against Guild as a Bayou player... Mm -hmm. Sammy's probably coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what it says. Like special mention, if you're playing Carta uh, Stash, think of Sammy. I feel like uh, I feel like Jesse did Dixon a favor there. I feel like Dixon had some pent up uh, Zoraida frustration that he just wanted to share <laughs> about to about these strategies, and then he's like, "Okay, thank you. <laughs> now I can share all my knowledge." <laughs> yep. Oh. I gave him a pass. Yeah. Oh god. Go. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, she's amazing. There's no there's no ifs and buts. Cause like specifically because of the way that you said, because you can my favorite is in sorcering a model that's like really, really slow, just completely off a point, and they have to literally do the exact same thing that it did the turn before. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> anyway, uh so we got our picks. Uh the very next one seems to be covert ops. Uh honestly, mm -hmm. this one was weird because um, I love also Ulex and I know it's going to sound stupid but I love Ulex because of how many actions I have with beaters so I just use one of the many actions that I have to drop the scheme marker on you and then you can kill me but you're down one action to fight me back I, I know it sounds dumb but like I absolutely love Ulex for this mission 
Do you mean cursed objects? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. It's for cursed <laughs> objects. I apologize. Oh, okay. So we're, so we're just very so we're doing cursed objects. Is that no, what no, no, are we no, doing? No, cursed no, objects. Which one are we doing? I, I mix them in my head. I apologize. It's cover ops. Cover ops. Uh, cover okay. ops. Huh? That's weird. Because this is a mission that I would use Brew if I was playing. Yeah. yeah this is a mission yeah. that I would play Brewmaster mostly because at end of turn I could be in the fight and then end of turn push five inches into one of the many things that I have to touch and be like, okay, I use my image. Uh, my interact action, or not my interaction, I put my my ability or whatever at the end of the turn to mark this stupid marker, right? So okay. you can do that with anything, really, because all you need is a whole bunch of poison and a turn, boom, done. Okay. So that's definitely, and I'll share what I'm what I'm thinking about that too. But I think Brew's pretty decent yeah. to go over. So that's mm -hmm. one, and huh, I guess the second one. Yeah, no, I guess the second one is going to be the clamp pits uh, for pretty much all the same reasons as before. Because I said the Skulker, and I'm not lying when I say that, that damn model just teleports everywhere. So I literally move, teleport, jump, move into position, and now I score the point at the end of the turn. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, those are my two picks for those very specific reasons. Uh, in a turn, shenanigans. Uh, I'm in the point, I score the point, and then you can kill me, I don't care, because Skulkers are not going to survive the fight, but by God, I got to give me points. Uh, who I would not play, again, I guess I got to go with Kin. And I know it sounds bad, but I, I don't know. It, I guess, do you disagree with me then, Pete? Because it looks like you're like, eh. I mean, I can see, I'll let Jesse make that argument if he wants to, because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not super positive on Kin right now, um, but okay. I will say they're durable, so I can see an argument for them hanging around the points, and okay, that's uh, fair. I, I can I can see it, but I wouldn't play it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because the only one that I can even imagine doing shenanigans to get to a very far off point is the guilt model, uh, Sly. That's it. I like I like old Sly. Yeah. So my general answer, and this is I think this is the way a lot of people can think about it, because this is the way I approach covert ops is I go, okay, how many two-inch reach models can I slam in a list for this master? And I think generally that's going to be in a stronger position. Because remember, for Covert, you have to be within, what, two inches of the marker? Yes. And mm -hmm. it has to be, you pick three models, and one of those models has to be within two, but it also has to be unengaged. Mm -hmm. So if you bring a two-inch reach model, you can score with that model, and if they don't have a two-inch reach and they're not engaging you... Mm -hmm then you can just score the point and deny at the same time, yep. which which is really easy to do with some of these uh, models. Brewmaster, I think, is really good because I think pretty much everything has two-inch reach in his Correct. Brew. That's what I was going to say. Uh, with, the, with the exception of, like, maybe the Whiskey Gammon and actually the Whiskey Golem. Well, everything that you um, bring usually in a, in a Brewmaster list has two-inch reach. Yeah, because most of his models has have a drink. So yep. for some reason, they're just, like, chucking beers at people like two inches away and that counts as a melee <laughs> reach i guess so yep. you know that's cool so i actually think try chi for that purpose plus i think a lot of the stuff in brewmaster's crew can be pretty durable um if you play it correctly with getting your getting your poison going and then i think the other one that's pretty obvious is just zip i mean zips really? two inch reach can just yeah, Zip can just run around and just deny models. Just be like, cool, mm. you're in this area. I'm going to chuck these other guys off the point. I'm going to have these people engage with Zip. 
And then, um, and then, yeah, the rest of his crew is very mobile, so they can, you know, move and and even if you wanted to bring Zip two, you can still full speed at not full is it full yeah, speed it's full ahead, speed ahead, yeah. to push models where you need them to be. Um, so I, I think Zip's just really good. You can bring Maris. Maris has two inch reach as well, uh, and of course the first mate's just mobile and hard to get a hold of. Yeah, so yeah. those are probably the two that I would be interested in playing here. Honestly, though, I know, and the thing is, I know if John was here, John Mozart, I know he would argue a little bit more against this because I think when he plays Wong one. He loads up a bunch of glowy to make like the swine curse a little more durable and Alphonse a little more durable. Right. But I really think just covert ops is just rough for Wong's crew. It's a lot of one inch reach. It's a lot or zero. of or zero. Yeah, or zero. Uh, yeah. It, it's a lot of, you know, we're kind of hurting ourselves here. And I just, I don't think it usually turns out good for Wong. And, and in that you crap. have to activate and do the thing. Which is the reason why yeah. I said the, the keywords that I mentioned is like they have a lot of like out of activation movement shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, especially the brew. I think brew is probably going to be the king, in my opinion, if, if played, uh, if the execution is really, really strong, because at the end of the turn, you can just be at the points and engage the opponent, but not be engaged. And mm -hmm. it's not your activation. You just did it. Are you talking about the how it used to be with the end of turn, they get to slide around? Oh my god, that it changed them. drastically to the point. I thought it was I thought it was just they lowered the distance. <laughs> no, no, it's no. start phase now. Yeah, now it's you do not, it during the start phase. phase. Oh, I'm, so you gotta have a little more skill. Never mind, I'm dumb. But the two inch reach is still the big reason why I definitely think he's yeah. really good into it. Plus that beginning of activation mobility isn't it's still not nothing. Plus you can move their models around too if they have poison. Um so yeah, it, it's it's harder to like before. It just wasn't fair. That's all okay. I'm gonna say. Before it wasn't. Oh, fair. literally what I said. Like I absolutely because I I guess I haven't played them since after the nerfs. Because yeah, I, yeah, I, I was used to do the, that to like, people. You were kind of phrasing it where I was like, "Does Dixon know?" Does Apparently he... not. <laughs> Apparently not. Because like literally, and and the thing is, I know that I played it uh, after the nerf in the last like four months. So that means I played it wrong in the last light yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's still good it's still good into the strategy it's just it's more fair and you actually have to play the game okay so <laughs> i need to play this keyword again you, you do because it's different the it right is way. absolutely different i know i'm so sorry to whoever i played whoever dixon cheated i guess it's so bad their malifaux experience that's terrible tut 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 all right what, what you got jesse so also I'm jesse gonna, uh yeah by the way, what are you drinking? Uh, I was drinking a homebrew, but it's empty nice. now. So <laughs> after I talk, I'm going to go get another Wait, beer. Did you say there you go. Uh, it one? was... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I did. I said Wong again. Oh. Sorry. Continue, yeah. Jesse. Uh, it was a homebrew uh, Scottish heavy, which is not heavy at all, actually. It's only like 3.5% ABV, ah. but like a nice malty, kind of like a Killian's Irish Red, but nice, a little bit more um chewy and malty anyway not gonna bore everybody with that anyway so everything that i said about zoraida in guard the stash holds true for covert ops okay. but also she has a bunch of two inch engage models that can deny opponents easily yep. brute sling is actually good yes. in this it's actually he, he legitimately mission. is juju is 
I, I'm always a Juju apologist. That dude always does work for me, but he does double work in this. Um, so you get all the obeys, you get the lures, you get the avalanche, you get the two inch engages. Dixon's like it's the total the package. He's getting the vapors. Bro, he is. It's, he it's is. literally, this is the Groot Slang So, So, Jesse, can I get your opinion on sure. bad juju? Because mm -hmm. Dixon tells me a lot of people on the internet think bad juju is bad. Yeah. They are so can, wrong. Can, can you apologize a little bit for us? Because yeah. uh, every time I play it, Dixon abuses I, I'll, I'll me. I'll just so. say the quick uh, thing that they say. They say that bad juju is bad because defense three is unforgivable. And I'm like, I played this damn model for now like three years. Like ever. He's always done work. I've never had a bad experience always. with bad juju. Yeah, this guy's All right, amazing. J Jesse, yeah. Jesse preaches. Do you, know, do you know how many times I've actually had bad juju die in a game? I could probably, like three. Yeah. Like three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I Only mean, like really he's good a henchman. Yeah, like he's a henchman. He's got hard to wound. He's got regen. regen. He's got demise. You can give him disguised. Like, yep. I, okay. Yep. The, the, I've never had a problem with keeping him alive. The upgrades in freaking Bayou keep this man alive significantly better than the yep. upgrades in Neverborn. Oh, yeah. I put I put the anti yep. uh, the first time I put the anti uh, charge the disguise one. It was like magic because mm -hmm. so many people were like, wait, I can't I can't do that. And I was like, no, <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> he's great. He's great. So, yeah, Z Zoraida is my a number one yeah. best pick for this strategy. I would say my number two, I would say Brewmaster because of the two inch engage thing. Um, but I'm actually going to go with uh, Captain Zip um, because mm -hmm. we have a lot of ways again to displace enemy models and block off movement lanes okay uh yep. zip himself is fucking ace at this strategy like he can move literally like three quarters of the way across the board deny an enemy a model uh, a scoring and then he can also still score himself um he's got a lot of models that are super fast so that you can dart back to the the markers in your opponent's well, deployment and, zone. and don't forget i think people also forget jesse about the zip zapper mm -hmm. yeah it's amazing. Yeah. Sometimes all it takes is an inch. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's funny. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a true statement, yeah. but that's still funny. Um, yeah. Jesse's like, anybody? Anybody? I guess <laughs> my experience has been... <laughs> I mean, I'm not my, saying My experience has been a little bit muddled because, like, every single time I play Zip in this mission, he scores me the point, and then the rest of the crew struggles. I guess that's just me, though. Yeah, I mean, I would say because there's such an impetus on engagement... Mm -hmm. Iron Skeeters do lose a little bit of gas because they can't fly with me if they're engaged. Yes. So that definitely hurts them a little bit. Um, that said, there are some other models in the keyword that do very well. Uh, Gracie, for example, uh -huh. she can still ride with me when she's engaged uh, and she's I, super I thought annoying Jesse to was going to talk about his freaking love for Johan. No, no, no. I do love Johan. <laughs> Pete, dis Pete disagrees with me. Johan's another I model. Think Johan's I, just can't I always I can't, get what I, mean I, can't, I, can't, I agree with Pete. That model's bad. Oh, stop it! It's bad. It's, it's a pet. It's a pet model for Jesse. Yeah. it's a pet Parsons. Model. Parsons is basically Johan, but good. Now I will say <laughs> that's true. Johan, Jesse, to you know, vindicate you a little bit here. I did play somebody in a tournament one time. Actually, it was Brandon and. He had uh, freaking Spider Legs McGee there. Uh, what's his face? Steamborg. I know it by Steamborg, but I know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Howard Langston. Howard yeah, Langston. Howard Langston, that dude. 
And, you know, he was coming around the corner and Johan had a sweet knock aside that just kicked him out of the area. And then I put pianos down to block him off for a turn. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was like, thank you, Johan. Jesse would be proud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I would say my number one is Zoraida. My number two is probably going to be Zip. Um, that's tough to... That, that that's tough to say it's going to be zip instead of brewmaster but i'm going to go with zip for mobility reasons because yeah. i really like being able to take those rear markers yeah. for the crew that i would not take um i'm gonna say i had to think about this one a little mm. bit yeah it's hard i hate to say it but it's probably gonna have to be ophelia okay um ophelia is uh, she's near and dear to my heart she does a lot of work but because you actually need to be able to engage enemy models to deny them scoring it's even worse than guard the stash i can't just outnumber you i have to actually be close enough to you to engage you without being engaged myself they don't have a lot of great engagement uh range models it's mostly ones they're not particularly fast like uh, yeah it's gonna be kin yeah and they, they literally, they prefer staying at a distance. And all these missions require you to be at a certain spot. Midline. <laughs> yeah. Except for, I do like them in Curse Oh, yeah, no, no. That, I mean, story. I was yeah. going to say, it's like, yeah. this is probably the mission for her. But, like, yeah. unfortunately, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to say it. Because, like, since three of the missions were not good for her, I kind of just didn't go into her keywords. But, yeah. anyway, uh, do you have any other... No, Jesse, uh, no, Jesse's no. gonna go top off his beer. Then we're gonna. I am gonna go top off my beer <laughs> while Dixon talks a little bit, yeah, and then yeah. you can recap. So, you can give me the cliff notes when I get going back. Going into curse objects, like I said, I really, and I know this is gonna sound stupid to a lot of people, but I actually like Ulix, uh, but specifically Ulix too, and that's mostly because I, I just, I love having people having to come to me, and Ulix's gun is so dang good, and I can get like what five shots out. I know that I did it to you a couple of times. Well, like, Ulix is yeah. the only thing in front, and I'm just, like, pinging him in the butt. Just like, all right, shoot now. Shoot again. Shoot again. And I just do that over and over again, and you have to come to me eventually. Yeah. And then my pigs, uh, you know, eat into you. Yeah. So that's okay. one. Uh, secondarily, I, I, I mean, personally, I know that I don't play Kin, but I guess I... If I don't have the option of the other two, Ma or Sarida, I probably would learn Kin too. Because this is the mission for them. This is the, you have to come into me. Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. And I think, well, plus the reason why Kin's pretty good at it is because they can do it at a distance. Like you don't have to be close to somebody to score the cursed point, right? Yeah. So they can literally kill somebody 12 inches away and you still get the point. That's exactly that's exactly the reason why, like I said, it's like I play those other two, you know, Ma and Sarita and Ulix because I force you to come into me and then I have my second wave punch. Uh, Kin has the best guns in the faction. I mean, it's it's really hard to argue with that. They, they hit hard. You yeah. can ping people with the upgrades because you can take them off. Uh, recently, they even nerfed them. If I remember correctly, now <laughs> you don't get uh, D plus one for different sizes with the upgrades. So you're not stat seven anymore. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, they, they did change that with the upgrade stats. But um, so far, Jesse, he, he's picked uh, he picked Kin, and he said, well, I guess I got to learn Kin for this because yeah. 
they can kill stuff at range. So the reason why, yeah, because the thing is this: <laughs> logically, if I didn't have either Sarida or Ma, I would learn Kin as my second keyword. By logic, I, personally, I, I never have, learned it, but I, I, I have would. never, I have never been a good Kin player. Like I've been okay. Mm. But I would still pick them into the strat from time to time yeah. just because of how good they yeah, are. Yeah, no, this is yeah. the mission where you're forcing your opponent to yeah. come to you. And can do not only making your opponent come to you better than most others. So can not only do they murder stuff at range, but they're also extremely difficult to kill. Yes. Uh, they're some of the most durable, punchy models, really, I think in Bayou and and they're probably up there in terms of punchy models in the game. Um, they can just put out a ton of hurt and they're very difficult to punch back, especially if your mo if your enemy is having to use their AP to get to you and you can kind of sit back and control the board. This is actually a strat where I would take Kin and I would even take the um, Lucky Effigy and like gun line the shit out of my opponent and just get the Bayou two card for all the shooting models. Yep. It's nasty. Yep. All right, Jesse, really, really Jesse, nasty. let's, let's have some real talk here for a second. Sure. Let's talk Francois. Fuck have Francois. you, have, yeah, fuck have Francois. you given him, have you given him another shot since the nerf? Yes. I've tried five times and then I gave up. He's, He's garbage. He is garbage. I'm, I'm, He's I garbage. mean, it really is sad. Cause like he was, he went from being S tier to being D tier. I don't know how. Yeah. It is true. Like he he got Yasunori, and that's sad. He the sad problem year. with him is that just in it, without going on a whole freaking tirade, right. he went from being the model that you could count on being efficient, aside from being having to discard for the flurry and maybe for the ambush. Mm -hmm. You could rely on him to hit. You could rely on him to do good damage. You could rely on him to stay in the fight and not get killed right. without having to dedicate a ton of resources to him to now a model that you have to dump resources yeah, into you have to, to make him do his job. And, and and the job that he does is not even one that the crew really exactly. needs. Exactly. That's, that's like, and even when he does his job, he's not even good right. at it and it doesn't help the crew. It's so sad. Right. He's a tanky model in a crew of tanky models and a middling damage dealer in a crew with awesome yeah. damage dealers. Yeah. Like, it's just... I used to play him anyway. a lot in Sarida. Uh, I stopped. Yeah. I stopped, like, hard. This is so bad. Well, that's why he got nerfed, because everybody was bringing him well, with everything. Well, yeah. He was too good before. Correct. I don't need to go into a whole Francois. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we said it sidebar, before, but, yeah. he was S tier, but he went from S to D, to Delta. Like, it's... Yeah, he's very bad did you say you're a bad pick dixon uh yeah i i wait no i did not no Where i did it? not uh oh. this is this is wong this is wong be bad because he has to be alive and the problem with his pieces mm. is that they die i know that you can run around and try to like not get murked but honestly i, I just chase you down really if i have to i guess me I would say, I think actually a strong pick for this is actually specifically the Bollyhoo bucket with Fisher Folk. That's a good one. I I just think you can kidnap a model and then just kill it, and then kidnap another model and then just kill so, it. So, so you mean specifically um, Bollyhoo bucket, not Fisher Folk? Yeah, I don't think I don't think Fisher Folk is as reliable in killing things. Yeah. Um, 
it's just the stats and stuff are just better on the Ballyhoo bucket. Oh no, and, oh no, Ogopogo. Just be, just be frank here. It's yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It, it's very Guild Ball esque. On I'm going to kidnap your thing, capture it, and then guild. Yep, yep. Um, your your model that I want yeah, to kill for this alert. turn is going to be in the middle of my group. What's that? <laughs> so I said, spoiler alert. I doubt that that's going to dodge an errata because it's fucking bonkers. <laughs> it is. It is super bonkers. So th- those that aren't as familiar with the Ono oh Ogopogo. It's basically like the trigger on its nuts where it's like, hey, yeah, you're next to a tide marker, which there's a lot of on the board. Well, now I can place you within eight inches next to another tide marker. And oh, yeah, by the way, you're taking like three damage off of it. So and then I get to do things. And that's the bonus. And that's the bonus. Yeah, but it's kind of funny because like it it has an easy fix. The the way to fix this is uh, he crash against the waves cannot should not be able to drop the marker it should just place it you know what i mean i mean uh create it because if you create you cannot put it in base to base contact with a model and then you cannot do ono ogopogo that's a big one yeah. i would say the other big one is there is no reason that ono ogopogo should be a stat seven so that you basically can't deny it as the opponent yeah. unless you joker and maybe even not then yeah. uh also the the three damage should not be part of the base action it should be part of the trigger so that you have to hit the mask to get yep. the three damage that's too much otherwise it's uh, i don't think so does it reduce dixon uh, no i'm being serious stat seven bonus action yes. <laughs> that just does flat three damage and pushes a yeah. model no no i'm okay so i'm perfectly fine with all of that what i'm not perfectly fine is the uh the whatchamacallit the kidnapping <laughs> part and the only way that you can kidnap somebody is if that person is already touching the marker so the reason why it's super busted is because you can crash against the wave and right. literally put it right underneath them so that they're touching it and then teleport them so if you just remove that and it no longer drops, it now creates, then I think it fixes the problem. I think if you played it that way a couple of times, you'd be like, okay, so the fact that I'm almost guaranteed going to hit you for three damage is pretty good, but it's a once per activation thing. Yeah, and, and getting more into it also, caught in the motor is really good. I mean, it's three, four, Absolutely. six damage. Uh, sleeping with the fishes, pretty decent. Uh, you can place them anywhere within one of this model, which is really good. Yeah. Uh, like like we're saying, crash against the waves, putting the tide marker where you want to do Ono oh, oh Ogopogo is really good. That's huge, yeah. Um, even at the end the end phase, just, hey, move some markers and then they can take two damage possibly is yeah. just, it doesn't seem like a big deal. It's just, it's a really good thing just to have on top of things. Yes. Armor too, so he's more durable into it. Uh, and then honestly, with Ono oh Ogopogo, you can set up anti-Mel's kills a little better. Uh, I think with the Fisher folk, Auntie Mel has a tough time hunting down sometimes the models that she's trying to kill. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like he helps that. Um, so that, that'd be my one. And then two, I actually would go with Brewmaster, probably the original version. Uh, you can build a pretty killy list. And I tried this out last, no, two weeks ago. And I was pretty impressed with it because I think people forget that Brewmaster still, still just smashes things right like you can literally lure something in and it's a stat six willpower lure you put poison on with that and then you have two attacks to just smash them put some more poison on them and by the time they have that poison you're increased plus two to your stats on the duels yep 
So it's easier for you to hit and just kill stuff. And then at the end of it, if they're still alive, just hit them with blood poisoning and they take like five damage. That's disgusting. So <laughs> you literally just lure in all these healers yeah. and killy bits and like you can just make life miserable for them. Yeah. And then you still have you still have beaters like the whiskey golem. You still have you can bring fingers if you want in that situation. Um, you can bring some other killy things to kind of help you do it out of keyword. You don't even need to stay in keyword. So it's just one of those things where I think that's cursed objects is where you would play brewmaster one and still do very well. If you wanted to, yes. um, you can bring other stuff that I, I feel like it's, it's a good pick for me because one, it's a dark horse. Like a lot of people are really down on brewmaster and especially brewmaster one. There's a lot of people out there who have never seen them <laughs> and you'll just put them on the table and they'll be like, what is happening? Like, am I taking crazy pills? How am I losing to Brewmaster? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's how a lot of people would react. If they've never played mm-hmm. against Brewmaster 1, then yeah, I can definitely see that. And even people that do, I think sometimes there's some dust to realize, like, oh, Brewmaster 1 still has, like, some really good tricks. And you can still bring Shoujo to get activation control uh, if you really want to. So <sighs> there, there's just some really good things. That is such a... Oh God, that's so such a tilting say, model. I I I played against Von Schill, which was a tough matchup, I think, for Brewmaster. Yep. Um, and I still was able to lure stuff in and kill it and and score reliably. So okay. Well, what's your negative keyword? Um, what I wouldn't bring into this, I think. I mean, you could do Wong if you wanted to, but I'm not going to do him because I uh, I just squishy yeah it's just he's squishy but i think actually i like ulix a lot but i the pigs just can die too easily sometimes i just i think because remember if you if you summon pigs Mm -hmm. they can get a cursed token on them but no you don't no no, you do summon piglets yeah Yeah, and they're not insignificant but like my my thing with them is i usually just hand it up let's give my token to you with all the actions that I got because I got so much. Sure. Yeah. So that's I, what I, I was gonna say with Ulux and yeah. with Wong is that you know you you die more easily, but you also have lots and lots and lots of AP to hand yep. off your curse tokens before you get yep. killed. Yeah. Which reduces your opponent's action efficiency so that they have to hand it back. Pigs just hit yeah. like Mac trucks, whereas the Wong crew they have a few models can hit hard. I mean, two swine cursed and Alphonse are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, but the swine cursed don't get the plus flip on damage, and the ram. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's huge. Sure. That's insane. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Anywho, so sorry about that. But like, yeah. So you, I guess you're, you're agreeing sorry. with us, Jesse. Jesse doesn't. Uh, yeah. Is it me? Yeah. Is, am I going? All right. Cool. So I already talked about Ken. I, I, I mean, I kind of spoiled it a that's little fine. bit, but they're my number one pick for cursed objects most of the time. Hmm. Um, I think they're very, very, very difficult to beat in that strategy for all the reasons that we already went over. Um, I would say that my number two pick would... It'd be a real toss-up between Brewmaster and Clampets, but I'm going to go with Clampets. Because they have a lot of... They have enough punchy models between Auntie Mel, Cervantes, and Ballyhoo Bucket that they can really murk individual models and especially with the kidnaps that really helps out um the other thing they have is a lot of durability and that's something that i really value in cursed object that's kind of the same reason that i picked kin 
Um, they've got some very, 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 very tough models, and having stuff like extended reach and take the hit on hermits yep. is a pretty big deal. Uh, plus a lot of armor and the healing and all the other stuff that they bring to the table. Yeah. So I would say that they're going to be my number two. So um, maybe I can persuade yep. you here, Jesse. So here's sure. a here's a list for Brewmaster One into cursed objects that yeah. I got from uh, from a friend on the uh, Discord here. So he may be from Poland. Uh, the, so I took Brewmaster with twelve cups. Obviously, the Always. Apprentice. Mm. You have Shoujo for activation control. You got sure. the Whiskey Golem, Bo Peep, Alphonse with two Gremlins in a ghillie suit. So you can just chuck that Whiskey Golem wherever you need to fill stuff. And then, you know, for the extra card and just fun situations, big brain brain. <laughs> sure. I mean, it certainly makes it very difficult for your opponent to score off you because you've got a bunch of real tanky models. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I like Brewmaster. I actually am kind of like a Brewmaster one apologist. I play him <laughs> more often than I probably should. Um, but I do feel like he's got good play in Cursed Objects. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'd play that. Absolutely. The only downside to Broom, the only thing that this is not like a huge deal, but I do get a little sketched out by playing um, keywords that have significant totems in cursed objects. Yeah, that that kind of bites me in the ass. Yeah, more Wesley. Than I, yeah. yeah, I literally last game I ran them because I was playing against Von Shield, right? So rockets everywhere. So literally yeah. I ran Wesley into a corner and I was like, you're never going to see this model. Right. <laughs> That's so sad. It was. I couldn't even, dude. I couldn't move him out of my deployment zone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. uh, and then what's so your uh, what's your bad pick? My, my never my never take. Um, I would say this is really tough because I feel like there really aren't that many choices in Bayou that I just straight up wouldn't take into this. I feel like Zip is Rob. Since we've already said Summer's out. I, I would say that Zip is probably the least well-equipped to deal with cursed objects. I agree. Um, Wong, I actually think, has legs because of all the action efficiency okay. uh, and the ability to pass off the curse tokens. So, like, basically costing your opponent an AP so that they have to put the curse token back onto you gives the models the durability that I feel like they actually need. Um, but, yeah, I would say Zip is probably the worst uh so, zip himself is not great at killing stuff yeah. zip two is not great at killing stuff he's got a couple of good models that can be punchy um but you know if i have to pick something it's probably going to be him so i will the reason why and i know i picked ulix for being squishy and that's fine um but i will say i hmm i'm trying to think if i've ever picked zip for uh for curse and i don't think i have no that's wrong. I did. I did one time and it wasn't good, but it's, yeah. it's because you got to think cursed people are bringing their tanky stuff mm -hmm. and infamous just doesn't have a lot of tech to deal with like armor or, you know, mm -hmm. hard to wound or whatever else you want to throw out there for tech to survive. So yeah, I just, it's like, what are you going to kill yeah. when you play against, you know, Hoffman and you're, you know, trying yeah. to pick up armor two robots. It just doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, basically all you're doing at that point is you're just, relying on mantra to do all the legwork and dumping a ton of resources into him so that you can hit your mutilate triggers and you know this that and the other yeah yeah, yeah. not great yep it's, it's yeah so i think that that's a really good point because a lot of people think zip can be dropped into any situation and it's definitely not true yep because i mean he can do will, the job 
Like he would, it's he just, would be able it's to do so it. It's so inefficient, it's, though. Yeah. Yeah. So the I will say, and the reason why I once again, it seems like in a lot of situations I find myself playing Zip, and then like a guild player or Arcanist player will drop Hoffman. Mm-hmm. And that's like nightmare scenario because you're just like, okay, well, I just got to avoid them and score points now. It's like I can't fight these guys because yeah, it's not good. You know, they can one shot my models, whereas I'm like doing one and two damage with my attacks. Yeah, and there's not really place yeah. for you to hide and do the damage. That's the main reason why I said about the Ulex. Yeah, my models die, but I got a lot of actions and I hit really freaking hard because they warp big hits almost as hard. I, I do like Ulix 2. So I like Ulix 2 better in Takura. Yeah, specifically, specifically Ulix 2. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're, no, you're yeah. good. Because, you know, I like Ulix 2 being aggressive. Yet with the stupid, you know, bacon beeline, you can really get some pigs into some crazy situations. Yep. I like, I know you're a little down on Bo Peep and Suey, but I like using her to whip, you I'm know, just, pigs where I need to. Yeah, I'm just tilted because every single time that I wanted to turn her into a war pig, I couldn't. <laughs> Dude, Jesse, literally, there's like, I think about five times we were playing that series. Dixon's like, well, cool. I'm going to do this, you know, action onto Bo Peep. And I'm like, Dixon, she's not a pig. Like, you can't yeah. do that. And I, I almost exploded in rage. I was so angry. Well, you did hurt him. And I was like, well, you can do hurt him, but then it's not built in, so you right. have to have the suit. So I need the, the <laughs> what is it, a nine of mask or some bull crap? Yeah. I was, oh, so mad. I love that model, too. Like, if it has a pig on the card, it needs to be a pig. <laughs> so I think something... So there's reasons. Can you imagine if she were a pig and then she had a fucking three-inch reach? I'm okay with this. If you played her with Ulix I'm 1. Okay with this. Super good. Yeah, super good. That's like hearkening back to 2E. That's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's fu- Well, to be fair, what, I mean, come on, Jesse. It's a 2-2-3. Two, two, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, it's not like she's a badass Engage combat. a shitload of models of fucking three-inch With her little bull whip. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, he, I mean, he has a huge point because, like, we constantly talk about, like, how powerful two-inch reach is. Imagine if she was three. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I mean, just think about it. I mean... That was like the uh, Thresh apocalypse, right? With Guild Ball, oh, yeah. you had Thresher with a freaking three-inch reach, and it was just, just dirty. I mean, I do um, nasty crap with uh, with Mudslide uh, on the Kurgan because of that. And mm-hmm. and your mysterious emissary. And, and the mysterious emissary and wall guys too. Every now and then. Well, Stumpy. And Stumpy. What about Stumpy? Stumpy. Stumpy. Come on. Yeah. No, Stumpy sucks, but yeah, yeah, Stumpy. <laughs> I don't know, Jesse. I I heard people like Mave were trying to make Stumpy work. I don't know. If, uh, maybe no. No. Okay. No. I mean, maybe, but Stumpy's not. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm a no. huge, huge uh, hater of Stumpy. Like I tried playing him. He's okay against uh, defense attacks uh, because he's defense six and you can make him defense seven fairly easy. But yeah, no, there's so many better options. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, and I, so I, go ahead, going Jesse. back. Oh, I was, I was gonna say. So now that we've wrapped up all of our our, our good picks and our bad mm-hmm. picks, I'm gonna just say. I would play Ma Tucket with all four jockeys and Max Bushwhackers into basically any pool because it's <laughs> the most fun I've ever had playing. It's Malifa. not going to be good, awesome. but it's going to be and fun as hell. Li- no, it's It'll pretty, be okay. no, it's, really it's pretty good. No, it. no, it's pretty good. It's I'm playing. telling you. <laughs> Two of the jockeys are good, right? So Ruffles and, and Bo Peep are good. Yep. The, the rabbit is okay. And... Stumpy with the other jockeys can get some decent synergies, so it's like and, I, I don't think it's good, right. but and and here's the deal. Here's the mm. deal. Every single one of the jockeys interacts with pit traps. Every single one of them. Okay. 
So, so they're just throwing people into pit traps? Throwing people into pit traps, attacking people through pit traps with Stumpy, um, dropping pit traps under enemy models with Fluffernutter. I mean, oh, yeah. Every single... Stumpy oh, yeah, doesn't have the attack that allows you to attack through terrain. I thought you were trolling. It, it, no, 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 the severe thing. The severe thing. Yeah, what about the severe thing? What about the severe thing? He has severe around him for three inches, yeah. I played Stumpy. Stumpy is, like, he is good with Sarida, too. No, 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 the axe. The, 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 the timber trigger. Yeah, what about it? So, it works with pit traps, that's what I'm saying. Right, so you give out Because they're severe. Injured and, okay. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the best time that I've ever used Stompy... I didn't say it was uh, great. Because, like, the best time that I used Stompy, I was playing uh, Sarida 2. Uh, the Hagatha, that I call her. That That's mm -hmm. where I've heard people say that it's not terrible. Oh, it's it's actually great. It's just that there are other models that are better, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah, it's actually yeah. great. It really, yeah. yeah. Realistically speaking, the times that I've actually played the list I'm talking mm -hmm. about, I always leave Stumpy at home because he has, like, one thing right. that actually works with mm -hmm. pit traps. All the other ones are great. Yep. And I can't wait to see what happens if we get to see the rest of the jockeys. I hope so. But that's just a wish list item. Think about all the different mounts that we could see Dude, with these jockeys. It would be of, really awesome. There's a lot of dead keywords Bro. that I wish that they made a key uh, a master for. Or turn one of the Every, into masters. Yeah. What's up? Every one of those keywords is going to get a damn jockey. I'm going to say it right now. We got the hog wild box. We've got our kin jockey, our infamous jockey, our big hat jockey. What's the it's infamous jockey the look like in that box? Huh? Oh, I don't know which one's which. Oh. I, I got no idea. I don't know which one. But um, I know that there's one that is riding on, like, a fucking undead crow. So it's flying. I would assume that that's probably infamous, right? Eh. Sure. Got me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not so, so I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the Stop last it. Thing, the last thing I do want to uh, go over before we wrap this thing up is, so looking at GG3, we've talked about all the things we like going into the different strats. So... I think that Bayou's in a decent spot because you mm -hmm. can play a, a good range of masters and do okay in GG3. Um, you're not pigeon, you know, held into into one master, into all these strats or a certain strat. Uh, but I did want to kind of compare real quick, like how good of a spot do you guys think Bayou is? Do you think that, you know, because sometimes Bayou kind of gets the bad rep of kind of being like, eh, you know, it's good, but it's not as good as this other stuff so how good do you think bayou is in gg3 one of the issues that i have with bayou is that they don't have a lot of out of keyword or versatile hires that they can use to solve major problems with the matchup yeah. a lot of their out of keyword and versatiles are more um like out of keyword beaters or maybe taking a blow it to hell or something like so that i think bayou is really good at getting rid of markers but besides that Bayou's pretty good at getting rid of markers, but there are other factions that have gained a lot of better at um, ground in that. And they're not better at it. I don't think anybody's really? better at it than Bayou. Yeah, Bayou's no, I, don't think I so. would say Explorers is so. better at it. No. Okay. You kidding me? No, no, I'm being serious. We got, we, got, we got stuff like Gluttony, Mancha, and we have two Blow It to Hell models. Like, it's and, tough and, to... And the Emissary. There's a couple of... And the Emissary. There's at least one model yeah. that has the lore spell that I was saying earlier that you can remove a marker. There's an upgrade called Treasure Map that just hands out anything to remove markers. 
and gives you something for it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and I think Bayou is just here's, here's, uh, I mean, aside yeah, from the, the Lucky Emissary, because like the Lucky Emissary, in my opinion, is like one of the most awesome models like when it comes to like remove markers. Yeah. And the, the model itself is amazing. So here's what I'm going to say about Explorers and Treasure mm -hmm. Map. Treasure Map is a garbage upgrade. It's horrible. <laughs> it is. It gives you a bonus action with a one-inch range to remove a marker. Pretty so good. you're almost always going to have to move before you can actually remove the marker, and it prevents you from being able to use whatever other dope-ass bonus action mm. you have. Um, Deadly Pursuit's fine, I guess, but um, it, is, yeah. it is very it, good. It, yeah. It's it's it. Uh, but I think I think yeah. you kind of mean more stuff like. Consistent, like what? Getting rid of armor, getting right past right. like uh, demise abilities, things like exactly. that. Exactly. There's no, that there's true. nothing that we have that can beat things like demises. That can, uh, we don't have a great out of keyword solution to armor or damage mitigation. Like, there's a lot of issues with body. Is there anti healing? So I don't think there I, is. Nope, nope. There's no, there's no withering aways. There's no anti healing at right. all in the faction. So what ends up happening is we have a lot of things where we're like, oh, well, you know, just play blah 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 master into Hoffman and you'll do fine right. or into whatever. But you can't counterpick masters. Yeah. You just can't. So once your keywords are declared, your keywords are declared. Right. That's like when I declared and they picked when I declared zip and they declared Hoffman. I was like, holy balls. How am I going to win this? Yeah. Yeah. You, you just end up in these very very difficult to win situations where you have to play very outside the box which thankfully bayou has a lot of ways to do that yeah. zip in particular you can really play kg you but you have to be able to kind of shift gears mm -hmm. um in terms so like if somebody plays you know uh damien into you yes what do you do like I mean, I know a lot so, of factions are in the same boat, but what do you do? To clarify, I don't know if we ever clarified this. Well, whenever we say shifting gears, what we mean is you have to be yeah. hyper aggressive over one moment and start killing something, and then complete yeah. coward the next, like at a drop of a hat. You can, and I yep. do mean that at drop. Like sometimes it'll be like I'll do an action, depending on how this action went, I'm going to run away screaming into the yeah. night, or I'm going to finish the job. Yeah, it could define the rest of your Correct. turn or, yeah. you know, a turn or two for sure. Yeah, and yeah. that happens a lot and like in, in back and forth because like you mm -hmm. ran away, your opponent tried to kill you. He failed to kill you. Now you have to go back to being aggressive. So you have to like, that's yeah. shifting gears. That's what that means, whatever we yeah, say. Yeah, and I think there's other times where it's like, you, like in that matchup where it's like, this is a bad matchup. Like, so going into Hoffman, if you don't have the tools in keyword, it's kind of like, well, I was planning on killing stuff, but now I need to either kill the squishy crap, this little armor one robot, or I need to go scheme. Yep. So now I'm going to pick scheming, you know, marking, dropping kind of things. And, mm -hmm. and that's just what you so, got to do. Yeah. So basically in GG3, I feel like the inadequacies of Bayou's versatile and out of keyword stable does kind of pigeonhole you into playing a couple of specific masters i feel like you're going to see a lot of ma you're going to see a lot of angler you're going to see a lot of zoraida yes because they're the keywords that can handle most everything mm -hmm. as long as you hire intelligently and play your game right uh but you know in previous iterations you know not necessarily gg3 specifically but at least the meta and the other the other keywords that you're going to end up playing into there are some keywords like infamous which for basically, you know, GG zero through two, because of the models that you'd potentially run up into, I would play all the time, like yeah. all the time. 
there are too many bad matchups for Infamous right now, so you're really kind of rolling the dice when you take them, um, unless it's a strategy and scheme pool that really, really, really works for them. The thing They're not yeah, a bad I was going to say with with Zip, I think, yeah, I, I I think with Zip specifically, like you want to like if you see a pool where it's like I don't need to engage with my opponent, I yeah. can just you know do spread them mm -hmm. out. I can just do breakthrough, and I can score my points on the strat. Yeah. That's where it's like, I don't care what you bring. I can just, like, I, I went against Yoko against Nick Westbrook at the Texas, uh, the Houston GT. And it was a, because, you know, the stupid upgrades, you can't do, you know, your resist. And 10 Thunders are already good anyways with, like, counterpicking. Yeah. And Yoko would have probably wrecked the crap out of me, except for I just, I was like, cool, I'm just going to ignore everything going on, and I'm going to go hide behind these buildings and score mm -hmm. points. Yeah. And I still lost. I mean, I did, and, I did know, that this, uh, so like, as another example. Uh, even with Bayou being the attacker, I play against P, uh, me playing Rasputina. And I basically ran away the entire game because he was the aggressor. Mm -hmm. And I had to like slowly slow him down uh, with like certain actions and blah, blah, blah. And he almost won anyway. Like I barely escaped them. So like some again, sometimes you don't have to be the aggressor to win. You just have to yeah. pick and choose where you go in. Yep. And you know, every every faction has its bad faction matchups. Like if I'm playing into uh guild, I kinda can't really pick infamous. Mm. Um because I can't reliably say that I'm gonna be able to displace their models, yep. which is the strongest aspect yep. of the keyword. Uh just can't if do I'm it. If I play against Guild, I don't like playing Sorida, personally. Yeah. 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 I mean, now with Sorida too, I feel a little bit better, but still not a good pick in my opinion. Yeah, you just it's not great. Breaker. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Riot Breaker screws you. Laugh Off screws you. Um, Planted Roots is the only thing that doesn't, and you know you don't have to worry about that in Guild. Exactly. So. Yeah. So what what do you think Bayou's kind of? What what's good in Bayou that's like okay this is what they got going on that's good in GG three Sammy Alphonse, um, Wizbang uh, emissary, I mean Wiz like we I I didn't mean it in our episode Wizbang got better no Wizbang got better yeah, yeah no like period they have good models they have like one of the, some of the greatest models in the faction but like their master is not as good as the other masters unfortunately I, I just I think the good thing with Bayou is. Yeah. They can, like I said, I think when you see a Bayou player, like if, if you're going against a competitive Bayou player, you can probably guess what they're going to bring, right? You're probably like, right. okay, Zoraida, okay, Maw, yeah. maybe Angler, well, and then Zip. So like this, However... But like, let's specify the reason why. I'm going to say Sammy. What do you guys... Why did I say Sammy? Pete? I mean, she's good into literally everything, and she fits in most crews. Pete? Yeah. Yeah. Straight yeah, up. I mean that's what that's what I'm saying. It's like because those are the more consistent models in the faction. No, I specify Sammy. Why do you bring Sammy specifically? I mean, in GG three, it's to bury people off of points right. and yeah. and put injured out. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it used to be that I would take Sammy for Putrefy because in previous <laughs> iterations that bonus action was fucking baller. There were ski markers games. everywhere. Exactly. It doesn't happen as much right no. now. No. Um, it, I, I mean, in all the GG3 games that I brought Sammy and I've probably used Putrefy like yep. a handful but of times, less than why five. is Barry powerful and why is Sammy good at it? Because of... 
It's high TN. She's got a reliable stat to hit with. Um, and Jinx is just fucking awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, and going back to my other point, I think if you go against like a, a mid to low level Bayou player, the reason why Bayou is really good into GG3 is because you don't know what they're going to pick and they can still pick something that's not those other masters that I mentioned and still do pretty well in a yeah. pool. So you can still see Ulix, you can still see Wong, you can still see Ken, you, you know, and they can make a good game out of it. And I think that's yeah. why Bayou is good uh, in spite of, you know, some of the weaknesses that they have. Yeah. I would say that overall, I feel, and maybe this is, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I'm going to sound stuck up right mm -hmm. now or whatever, but I feel like Bayou in general requires a higher level of experience and skill to yeah. play correctly. Oh, yeah and well than other factions it's because, less forgiving yeah, yeah if you're playing like we're talking about how good ma is but if you've tried playing ma and it, you have less than 10 games in you're probably gonna you get fucking get stomped yeah you're gonna get murdered and, yeah because the difference between oh, no. no the difference between ma with five games and ma with 15 games is a, a different Night universe yeah. i was gonna mention yeah. another model that's like amazing can change the course of the game is in ma which is big brain brin Everybody like has played against this model knows why. And like why would you bring Big Brain Brain in your guys' opinion? Pete? <laughs> uh the why extra, wouldn't you? The extra card, ignore triggers, uh, then cook in a hot deck at the end of the turn. Yeah. Bayou also has a lot of very good minions. Um, so pulling the strings gets a lot of work. That's true. Basically gives him an extra AP and a lot of crews. I've taken him in Ulix many times because you know, there's Ooh. always gonna there's there's gonna be extra scheme markers floating around. Ulix loves the extra card. Yep. Um, he can hand out focus and he can pulling the strings on your pigs to get extra AP. Infamous, like it's just super solid. Yeah, infamous, also, great. I, I think that people yeah. once you played Bryn a lot, you got to keep in mind you you have intuition. You get to look at the top three cards, and depending on what you see, like there's times where I'll see a suit for like sober up. I'll see a ram. And be like, cool, I can just, you know, heal a model like two or three points now because I'm looking mm -hmm. at the cards that I'm going to flip. That's exactly right. Bren yeah, is absolutely a fixer. Super flexible. He's a baller. Yeah, in, in so yep. many ways. He fixes so many. More than just your hands. Sometimes he he stops enemies from, like, being able to get into you. Because, like, if a certain enemy needs a trigger to be able to kill you and Bryn is right there, then nothing's happening. Yep. Uh, and, yep. And, yes. I was just going to say, and, you know, kind of on the flip side of the coin, in terms of crews that you can run sort of on autopilot uh, with, you know, and just kind of rely on the strength of the rules to, to carry you, there really aren't very many of them in Bayou. I think that Angler's probably the only one, and that's really just Ballyhoo Bucket. I feel like you can misplay Fisherfolk, um, not really easily, easy. but you can I certainly misplay it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, um, I'm with Pete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dixon did. Um, he did. Yeah, I was getting. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I just don't feel like there's a lot of crews that you can just kind of put on the table and rely on. Like I said, strength of rules. Yeah, because I through. think if you, for example, let's go to Brewmaster, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you can do this for Wong too. You can do this for Ulix. It, it, you're right. There's so many masters where it's like, if you just try to play him straight up, like that crew's just going to do nothing and get wrecked. Because think about all the interactions, auras, triggers that have to go off yep. to really make them sing. Whereas I can play Hoffman as a new player and cool, yep. I'm going to walk up and smash things and you can win that game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hoffman's very, very, very forgiving. 
and has a, has a high ceiling. I mean, he's yeah, great. For the longest time, there was the Hoffman test because Hoffman yeah. literally was just basically point and click. You aim at something, yeah. shoot it three times, and if it if it survived, you know, applause on the opponent because like yeah. holy shit. And yeah, and the Hoffman test even goes back to like GG Zero when release came out. It, the question was, if you're playing into Guild of Arcanists, can you deal with Hoffman? Yeah. How yeah. do you how do you take care yeah. of him? And if you don't have an answer. Just hope you it get was, lucky it was and a, not get paired into it. was into a slightly him. different test because, like, the Hoffman test was like, do you have more than twelve life and a way to survive right. uh, irreducible damage? But I know they're what you mean. They're different tests, yeah. but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, playing playing Bayou into Hoffman at at three E launch yes. was not Correct. fun because you yeah. had you had Rami and you had Rami <laughs> and you had Rami. That's well, it. I I I want to point out one more model. And I'm pretty sure you guys agree. First mate, a lot of I, I have mate. heard a lot of newer players say that he's overcosted. Honestly, I, I think I think that model is way too good already. Je- and I Jesse's love about to Jesse's about to blow your mind. I'm gonna blow your mind. You also think so? I never hire the See, first mate. I don't. I can't. I never hire the first mate. So here's Smoking the deal: the first mate is an expensive model. And he's not only an expensive model, but he's an expensive model that you have to almost guarantee that you're going to need to dedicate three stones to during the cost of the course of the game. Okay. So he goes from being a nine stone model, which I think is what yeah, it yeah, costs, costs yeah. to a 12 stone model minimum, minimum, well, that case um, be just to me. do his yeah, job, yeah. just to do his so job. I will say I don't ever hire him out of keyword just because I don't like paying 10 stones. Damn. Um, well, because there's the thing we we've been talking about with Bayou is there's so much synergy. That's usually better, but in infamous, I always hire him because he, he just does his own thing. He can kill scheme runners and he's just good. Um, I see why Jesse doesn't like him because he makes some good arguments, but the, the leap and, and the, you know, just all of the, you can kill stuff. You yep. can, you know, lock down some scheme markers to draw cards. If you don't want to leave oh, free loot. And, uh, yeah, and he's butterfly jump stealth. You gotta love it. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's really, all. I, all I was gonna say is like I I always get point my worth out of first mate, and I basically in keyword I do no, no I, I basically pay between fourteen and fifteen points for him because I get him out of keyword. And what mm-hmm. what uh, Jesse said is not wrong. You do spend about two to three solstons almost guaranteed every game against with, with him, and mm-hmm. I just gladly pay it because he gives me like two to three VPs. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like, think that, you can make him work, yeah. but it, there's just stuff in keyword most yeah. time that does it better okay. and efficient. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I think the thing with him is basically you're paying the extra one to two stones on top of his cost plus the stones that he needs to get the ability to switch hit. So yes. he's a model that can le- that can leap off, that can scheme, that can score points. But then if you need him to, he can punch a model down into the ground. But you're paying a premium for that. Oh, you're paying probably an e- you're paying probably a stone more than his value on his card. So I think he's really more of an eight stone model. Plus, you're paying the actual cost of the stones that you're going to need to put into him and the cards. So I, and all I will say with that, Jesse, you are 100. And I think this might be like a player thing, too, where you have to realize that the first mate needs to score you points in the game. If he's just running around doing random nonsense, that's not. Like why 
yeah, it's trash because you're just like, oh, cool. I'm going to punch this random model and the whole game I'm just punching this random model. It's like, no, you need to score. I think you need to score three to four points with the first mate to make him worth it. Right. And the way that I look at him is I can take a model for seven stones to do the job that the first mate does that doesn't need any other resources during the course of the game Hmm. and score the same number of points most of the time and that would be either a Silurid in swamp fiend which i am a huge apologist of Silurids, love them they always do work for me uh or an iron skeeter in infamous they both do the same job that the first mate does from a scoring perspective they just don't have the ability to punch a model down if they need to um but i'm also paying two stones less on cost and i'm paying two to three stones less on less on in-game investment so it frees up a lot more resources to hire other mm. stuff. I will say, though, <laughs> I, I agree with you as far as scoring points, but as far as getting out of a jam, um, the first mate's just good at just getting out of trouble. Because, sure. you know, when people see the first mate, they lock in on them a lot of times. And sometimes they dive super hard. And first mate's just really good at getting out of dive. Right. And I will say that I feel like if... You know, unless you misplay the first mate and put him in a bad position, your opponent is falling into a trap with yeah. trying to kill him. Yep. Most of the time, they're better off just doing what they can to slow him down, but trying to kill him is challenging, yeah. to say the least. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to leave it there. Um, Jesse, I mean, we, we know that you're doing boring conversation stuff, but was mm-hmm. there anything else you wanted to mention or chat about real quick no no i mean we took a little bit of a break uh for a couple of months because for a variety of reasons one of them was i had hardware issues uh (laughs) one thing i told pete at the start was that i'm recording this episode with a new pc a new mic a new audio interface and a new webcam uh because i basically had to replace everything in quick succession which put me back on production uh we did just release a um story slash red library overview uh not a deep dive but just an overview since they're relatively new models and we brought on uh vic roman and doug from the steam powered scoundrels podcast so we had a great old time uh we made a lot of baudry uh body rather uh comments and had a lot of laughs it was a great episode um other stuff coming up um, nothing really on the horizon aside from just additional podcast releases, more YouTube streams, and I am very, very likely going to be attending Nova and hopefully the uh, Houston Open as well. Yeah. Yep, so in October, definitely, uh, you can check that out at topdugdesign.com slash events, and you can uh, you can sign up now, and they haven't released the pools or anything yet, but it, it'll be a good event. It was really good last year. Um, I'm trying to convince like Jim to come down. I know obviously you got all the Texas people, but trying to get some more people from other states. So it'll, it'll be a good time. Um, but yeah, Dixon, you got anything? Uh, no, I, I'm ready for our game tomorrow and that's about it. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh yeah. Playing Hell some, yeah. playing some of that lady J tomorrow. Mm. Lady J. Oh, yeah. Lady justice. Death <laughs> touched. Touching the death. Hurts my soul. <laughs> All right, well, until next time, make sure that you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables, and we'll see you all later.